0: I have chills as I'm saying this, because the road was not easy. It's that guidance, it's that connection. And now I'm so committed to helping others to be an advocate for themselves and to recognizing that you have control over your health, that you can heal your body, and that there's so much that we can do that we do have control over. And there's so much around our mindset and really taking that time to tap in and to learn the power in that. And most of all, trusting in
1: that. Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast, all about reinventing your health with safer, cheaper, more effective natural solutions and powerful lifestyle changes so that you become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. Now today I have something very special for you. I invited one of my besties to come on and share her wisdom About tuning into our inner wisdom. Now, let me be honest, this is not something I have consciously done a great job of over the years. I don't mind admitting that I'm a bit of a control freak about a lot of things, especially my business, my home, and my health. You know, pretty much all the major areas in my life. And control has served me to an extent. But a couple weeks back, I posted a quote on Instagram that read What's meant for you will flow into your life effortlessly. You don't have to stress or worry or chase or fight for it. And I felt on that specific day as I was trying to control the outcome of a new project that we're launching very soon, that the quote was a message meant specifically for me. Does that ever happen to you on Instagram? That you see a quote that you are maybe not ready to see, but then realize you really needed to see it? Well, it's one thing to read a quote, and it's another thing to practice surrender and flow. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Now, my gut tells me that I am not the only one struggling to get into flow. So I brought on my girl, Melissa Catherine, whose life brought her to her knees, and it influenced her to do something very different. And what she has discovered is nothing short of powerful. Today, we are tuning into how to tune in and trust your inner wisdom to heal your body and To live your best life, right? Because that's what we all wanna do. And before we jump into this powerful and enlightening interview with Melissa, because this is truly about mindset, and let's be honest, we as ladies, we have some deep inner wisdom that I think it's time for us to channel into and harness. Now, before we do that, I want to celebrate you for just a moment and your incredible health wins. You know, sharing your health victories is probably one of my favorite things to do on this podcast. Now, one particular healing rock star is Catherine Curry, and I'm excited to shout out her win that she shared just a couple days ago. And let me tell you, I cannot tell you how much I love to receive your victories and your wins, and I'm so happy to share them. Here is what Catherine had to say. Dr. Marisa, thanks to your knowledge and insight here on this show, I finally found a functional practitioner, and over the last two months, she figured out the root causes to my fatigue, brain fog, and inflammation. I had felt bloated on and off for so long, and it has been weeks since I have felt that way. My diet has changed, my energy is coming back, and I finally have hope that I'm going to get better once and for all. Please keep it up, because you never know who is listening out there. Well, thank you so much, Catherine. You are absolutely a woman after my own heart. Thank you for sharing your incredible win. And I'm so happy that you are feeling that hope, that you're getting that energy back and that you are feeling that healing process come to life for you. Now, if you're listening, you know, I want to gift you a little prize. So reach out to me via Facebook or Instagram, and I'm going to hook you up with one of my favorite essential oil blends. Now, if you are listening to this podcast right now, you know that this podcast is all about empowerment. And if it helps you in any way, I would love to shout you out too. And you can easily reach out to me and share your story, share a little testimonial, whatever works via Instagram or Facebook. Or by simply reviewing this podcast on iTunes or whatever podcast platform that you love to plug into. I will tell you, iTunes reviews are the hot ticket. So if indeed you have a chance to do that, go on and, and review it. Subscribe to it so you can continue to get more and more of these episodes. And if there is somebody in your life that you feel really could use an episode or some inspiration or just information around their hormones, let them know about the Essential You Podcast. Tag them up on Instagram, however it works. Share it in your stories. I'm going to be creating a hashtag very soon that we can all begin to start sharing that connects us to this podcast so we can begin to work together as a community. So just hold on tight for that. I am bringing that out in the next couple of weeks. Now let's dive into this incredible conversation with my girl, Melissa, but first I want to sing her praises. Melissa Catherine is a certified holistic nutritionist, emotional eating and trauma healer, hypnotherapist, body intuitive, and an international bestselling author and speaker. As the owner and founder of Melissa Catherine Inc., Melissa has dedicated to freeing women from all limiting beliefs, emotional eating, and self-sabotaging cycles, helping them to make peace with food, themselves, and their bodies so that they thrive in their life, in the body that they love, fully owning their power, using their voice, and standing in their worth. Now. Her sole mission is to bring women back to their truth of who they are before they thought they were less than due to the number on the scale or the trauma that occurred in their lives. If you want to check her out, go to www.melissacatherine.com. Welcome to the Essentially You podcast. My dear friend, Melissa Catherine, honey, how are you doing today? Oh my God, I'm so good. I'm so happy to have you on. Oh my goodness. Oh, um, we are gonna be talking about, and we haven't seen each other in so long, or we've been just talking talking for the last half hour. So we're gonna be talking about, you know, a topic that I know is near and dear to you, and that is how to tune in and trust that inner wisdom to heal your body and to live your best life. And I think that's what we're all looking for. It's something
0: that I think is so missing, especially today's society with all the different forms of connection that it's really, really easy. And in particular as women to just keep going and getting caught up in that busyness and not actually trusting in your connection to yourself, how to tap in and to be able to even hear the guidance. Something that I hear all the time is like, I don't, I don't hear anything. Then what's it supposed to sound like? How am I supposed to know? So I think it's such an important
1: topic and I'm excited to share about it today. I am so happy that you are going to be the woman to break it down for us. Before we get into, I've got so many questions to ask. I'm so excited to get into this conversation, but I want to hear a little bit about your story because you know how much I love being able to share your journey with my audience.
0: This topic in particular is so near and dear to my heart, and I started off in really specializing more in emotional eating, disordered eating, and working with women and A big part of that, you know, it was never eat this don't eat that workout You know, it was always addressing the holistic approach and really looking at our mindset. What is our connection to food? What are these different things? one of the things that we always harnessed was you have to learn to trust yourself again and to connect into your body and listen to those internal cues and as I was on that journey you and I were previously talking about building businesses and burnout and different things that can happen in that struggle. And, you know, I definitely was under that work hard, work hard, keep going, always work hard, work hard it was always, it was never like being slow and allow things and trust and take time. And as much as it all sounds beautiful when you are a high achieving person and you're building a business and you're making your own money and you're helping on these, I would get such fulfillment from my client's happiness. And you know, you just keep growing and looking at what's next. And there's so much excitement. And it's also really led to a lot of different health implications for myself as well. And I wasn't listening to the signals. And it's often once, once life steps in and smacks us in the face, it's, you always see that there were many signs that there were many times and chances of an intervention for something that would not be quite so severe that could have helped you. And I think we can see that in, or I know I can see that when it comes in relationships and business things with my health. And one of the things that happened to me was I kept hearing this voice that said, get your throat checked. And I'm going, I'm completely healthy. Like I have no thyroid issues. I've got nothing wrong with me. And I heard it and I thought it was so strange. And I'm like, get your throat checked. I ignored it. And a year went by and, I, and it always stuck with me though because it was odd. And you always know when you're getting guidance because it doesn't make sense to you and it's not something you would say to yourself. And it's not always something you would choose, right? So I was sitting there and I'm like, get your throat checked and it stuck with me. And then later I moved to California. I'd left New York City. And I was getting all of my daily checkups and things. And once I got to California, actually, I think my body had time to kind of reset. There were different things that were happening and I got adrenal fatigue. And I think my system finally had time to relax. It then kind of combusted at the same time. While I was there, I was like, that's it. I'm gonna get all my doctor's appointments and get checkups. And I went in and I said, listen, I wanna get my throat checked. And, And my primary care was like, there's nothing wrong with you. There's no lumps. I don't see anything. You're fine. You know, otherwise than the adrenal fatigue, like there's nothing, there's nothing going on. There's no reason for it. And I went to my OBGYN and I was like, listen, I'm still getting this voice. I just we're running all these tests. What, what are we doing? What, how can we check my throat? And she's like, okay, we'll do a sonogram on your throat, a sonogram. That's not right. I'm like, Maritza, help me out here. What was it? Not
1: a sonogram, an
0: ultrasound? Ultrasound. Thank you. I'm like, it is not a sonogram.
1: Don't worry. And I was
0: like, great. Well, it ended up that after a slew of, you know, we went and did the ultrasounds and then it came back that there were polyps and they wanted to biopsy them. And she's like, and even then she goes, I wouldn't worry about it. Every woman has different nodules and things on their throats. It's very common you know, you don't have any, there's no reason for it. And I said, like, like, listen, let's biopsy. And I kept just trusting myself. And it ended up that I had thyroid cancer and I had stage three. And at the end of it, I ended up being that rare 2% in the journey of everything that could go wrong in thyroid cancer and having every type of odd thing occur. All the while, I had to listen to myself, and because no one's going to tell you, everyone has a different opinion. I was told, you know, wait and watch. I was told, you know, even down to the surgeon, they can't guide you, and everybody has a different view and different guidance. And I just have to keep sitting there, and even up to the second surgery, where people are going, why would you go through? Just wait. There's no reason. Blah blah. blah. And it was spreading to my lymph system. I had my surgeon and he's like, you really saved your own life because you don't know what the aftermath would have been had you not made these decisions. And that's when it really hit me, the severity and how lucky I was to trust myself and be in that space and to trust it even when it did not make sense. And so once I heard that, I have chills as I'm saying this because the road was not easy. It's that guidance, it's that connection. And now I'm so committed to helping others to be an advocate themselves and to recognizing that you have control over your health, that you can heal your body, and that there's so much that we can do that we do have control over. And there's so much around our mindset and really taking that time to tap in and to learn the power in that. And most of all, trusting in that. Hmm.
1: I know a lot about this journey, but not all of it, you know, cause you know, we had been friends throughout this whole, this whole time that you got the diagnosis and everything was happening. And, you know, I know that you're in a, in a lot of ways on the other side of it, has it become more clear to tap into that inner wisdom for you now after, after that experience?
0: Yeah. So I was always, and I don't want this to deter anybody because everybody's intuitive and everyone can bridge the gap in any connection. doesn't matter And you can get so good at listening to it. And we all have that ability, hands down. Some were born with it in different ways. I definitely, as a child, used to just know things. My mom used to weird my mom out. She'd be like, how do you know that? And I was like, I don't know, I just do. So it was one of those things though, where I actually turned away from it. It scared me. And I came back to it. Cancer brought me to my knees. And it had me look at everything in life in a very different way to really re-examine and go, if this is my life and I'm creating it and my business and I can live it any way I want. And we got one shot and, and this is my, this is my only body. What is the life that I want to live? I'm creating this story. I'm writing each page every day. What do I want that page to look like? Do I want it to be a repeat of me working myself? You know, and then, and then being so exhausted at the end of the day that I just sit there and like, you know, and, and, or am I laughing a ton? Do I, do I have all this time for other things? You know, and I really saw how as, as full as my life was, work had become my priority. That's even hard to say. Cause I, at the time I was like, no, um, that's not true. And it's like, no, it was. And so I did have a spiritual awakening in my healing and I had, Beautiful experiences with angels and guides and things that blew my mind and still do, even as I'm talking about them. And and it got me so close to God in a way. For me, God is in everything you know, it's source, power, divine, whatever that is to you, universe. And I got so close and I realized that I had been living life in separation. And the hard, the struggle, all of that was because I really wasn't connected. To something greater than me fully. I was raised Catholic. I was in that space. I go to church or services and I would have, you know, dialogue with God. And but I wasn't really in the belief that I was fully supported and always being guided and held and that life was there in this magical, you know, that everyone's coming in and out and that everyone is a messenger supporting us and helping us. And so once I opened up and I invited it in, it happens quickly. And this is something that I'm really committed to teaching others to do and to trust in.
1: I think that that is so powerful. Now, I know, I know we're all listening and there are definitely women listening right now who are like, oh my gosh, my life is just obligations or my life is just work. And you know I don't even know how to tap into that inner wisdom. I'll be honest with you. I feel like I don't know how to tap into that inner wisdom and you know as well as I would like intuition definitely, but like that's something more that gut instinct that I think a lot of us even we can turn off. So talk to me about how, how do we start to tap into that, especially when it comes to our wellness or listening to, listening to that, that voice that is trying to guide us on that right path, or I want to say it's right path, but you know what I'm talking about.
0: One of the things that I'm so committed to is really the return of the sacred feminine, like that whole, the return of a woman being in her power without having to be a man, of returning to being in flow, of trusting in that guidance. I mean, we are, you know, if you look back in society, and this is not to poo-poo men at all. So when we look back in, in history, I mean, the truth is we were oppressed because of our power. I mean, we can birth children, we're crying out loud, we can make humans. It was, when you go back, courtesans, if you look at Cleopatra, Queen Elizabeth, these women reigned, they ruled, you know, and they did it and they were so powerful and there was fear around that because they were actually brought in, courtesans were brought in because of their guidance, to be brought in to make, you know, decisions for kingdoms, you know, before war started, to actually go hey, this is, this is what I'm getting. And that is our divine right on this earth. That is where our power lies. And unfortunately, in so many generations, we're now returning to it, but there's been this mix of women needing to be men and needing to show up in the workplace and needing to dress like men and needing to work as hard to prove themselves. I understand all of it. I was it. I honestly worked the way that I did because there were not women representing a woman that could have it all. The role models that I saw were women that gave up having a children, gave up happy marriages to pursue a career and, or you were a housewife, you know, and there was nothing wrong with that, but it was kind of like, I didn't want the career thing. It wasn't shown that you can have it all and you didn't see women having it all that, still had so much fun and time off and they were running ragged and like all over the place. A few things that I would say, and in getting back to the sacred feminine, which is now the place that I work from and my business is better than ever. My clients are better than ever. I'm happier than ever. And I'm working so much less and I have so much balance and I'm doing so many things that light me up. In order to get into to to answer you, Maritza, because I know when I was starting, I was kind of like, I can't hear the voice. I don't know how. So a few simple things that are really great is, you know that, that simple test where you'll hear something that's like, grab that extra set of keys. And you're like, why would I grab an extra set of keys? Like, I have my keys. And then later on, you don't grab them. You ignore it. How many, right? Like, we all have those times. And then you end up being locked out for some reason and leaving your keys at your office. And you're like, why didn't I listen? So start listening to the random things that you hear and acting on them. Now, here's the thing that I will say, since you act on them, you might realize like, wow, I'm so glad I have that. Or later on, you didn't need it. And you'll be like, why did I bring that extra jacket? Like, I don't even know. But the good thing is you don't, you don't know the alternative, right? By listening to that, that's what I want. Number one, let's start acting. I can do that. Yes.
1: (laughs) I can do that. (laughs) This is very tangible for me. I love it.
0: (laughs) The other thing I would say is as women, we need to see like a log of supporting evidence. So what I would say is, and something that I that I really love is if you have a problem, especially again, like I always love dumping things doing a mind journal at at night. Well, there's two things that I really love because I find that as women, we have so many balls in the air all the time and there's so much that we're responsible for and so many things that we're worrying about that there's something you can call a God box, a worry box, and you just want to get a box and put a thing of post-its inside and maybe like a stick of Palo Santo or sage or something. And you're going to take those post-its and you write every one of your worries and you're turning it over to the universe. You don't look at it again. You fold it up and you put it in and you do this for seven days. And at the end of seven days, on that Sunday, you bring it over to your sink. Don't start a fire, and you just say, you know, I release this to the universe, and you burn them, and you don't read it again. That's a beautiful way to actually sit and go, okay, I'm taking these things out. I'm starting to actually release and let go, because as women, especially if you're a highly successful, achieving woman that that is, you know, has a family. Married, kids, you know, and then you've got a business or you're just all in with business and you're wanting love and other, like, it doesn't even matter or you're whatever, you know, when you're in that space, there's a lot of things that are always going on. And what we actually want to do is start to turn things over. Let go of control. Control is the masculine. So when we actually start to release, we allow the body to relax and we allow the divine to step in. And to support us and we start to say, you know, I'm asking for your support with these things And one of my favorite things at night to do Is to have a journal and to actually ask and call on, you know, your angels or guides I just want to remind everybody there's no right way or wrong way to do this You do not need to have a special prayer or seance. We do not need to Like, okay, if I do it wrong, you're not going to do it wrong. Just like you can't meditate wrong It's really just going into that space And Writing down in your journal and this is a great thing like I'll just call on I'll just say all guides angels anybody above You know any all beings of love and light. That is something that I will say calling on love and light Um, You know be present here and I'm needing your support You know, I'm really worried about let's just say money or um, you know um, Can you help me and give me some ideas or I don't know where to move to I'm in between X Y and Z can you give me the answers in my dreams and help me remember upon waking or give me signs in the next 24 hours? And you, it, there is nothing wrong with asking for a very clear, distinct sign. I need something that will not be, there is no you know, other alternative. It will be very clear to me that I'm supposed to move, like for me right now, it's like that I'm supposed to move to LA, right? And ask for it. There's nothing wrong with that. And then see, and whatever, have this journal and see the next night when you go to bed, what questions did you
1: have that you received guidance to? Are we looking for that inner intuition to kind of answer those questions? Or are we looking for kind of a sign to see how those are answered? Or a combination of both? <laughs> so
0: here's the thing. It's gonna be a combination of both as you're strengthening the muscle to actually listen to yourself because that was something that I had a hard time with. So I feel like I'm you like two years ago. Yeah, so so that's perfect because everybody starts somewhere starting to see signs. It's beautiful to start to see signs and notice how the signs make you feel. And you can start asking, like, show me, you can say, if I'm supposed to move to LA, show me honeybees, you know, or I wanna see a butterflies or, you know, I want to see a pink elephant. Just be open to, it could be on a bumper sticker. It could be on a car, you know, it could be up in the sky and you have no idea, but it could be on somebody's mug, right? But we want to start opening ourselves up to seeing the magic of life. When you're wanting to get in and divine your internal guidance, the best way hands down is through sitting in stillness. And what I would say is start to dedicate first thing in the morning, just take, even start with five minutes, five minutes, or do a practice of, you know, I'm going to do five minutes of meditating and five minutes of journaling. Now, here's the thing, when you sit in stillness, you can just say, you know, I now invite in my higher self and I invite in spirit. What is it you want me to know? And then just sit. And at first your mind is going to go crazy and it's going to be thinking all these other thoughts. Just allow any negative thoughts to move aside. You know, just say, just come in and go out, allow any busyness and go back to your breath and just repeat, I invite in spirit, you know, what is it you would like me to know? And just allow yourself. And as you continue to do this, right afterwards, journal what you hear because you won't trust it at first. You might, depending on the way that your mind processes, you might be clairaudient, clairvoyant. You might see things. You might hear things. You might just feel things, right? You might just know things and just start recording it in your journal right afterwards. There's beauty that comes from putting a pen to paper and you know that scientifically, but those are the best ways and they're simple and they're free. And that's the way the book of supporting evidence for getting your needs met and seeing signs throughout the day, just get a little journal and have it with you. What did you see? Maybe somebody reflects something back to you because everyone on earth is a messenger and we're all sending messages and giving messages to one another, answering the very things that we're asking for guidance for.
1: I really do love that. And I'm thinking in that spiritual practice, would that be more of a prayer versus meditation, Melissa? Like. Is there a way or just just can, just asking for connection or asking for inner wisdom? Because right now personally i'm I'm meditating I'm doing I'm doing Ziva meditation. I'm doing Emily Fletcher's. That's a little bit different than me sitting there and kind of calling upon you know and just asking for a download, right? It depends.
0: So I mean I view meditation as anytime I'm sitting in stillness, allowing my mind to give me direction, allowing the higher divine guidance to come in. Prayer generally is an ask. We're praying for others, even the serenity prayer of what should you have me do? Where should you have me go? What should you have me say and to whom? That's asking for guidance, but we're often in the action of putting our words together. Sitting and allowing for guidance is just sitting in that stillness. So for me, that's more of a meditation. It can be a prayer and invocation in the beginning of inviting in. And I always like to invite in. And I encourage everybody, make it a ritual. You know, I have pink roses, I have candles that I light. And I will put them around and I will light a candle in the morning. And for me I will hold like a selenite crystal, which is a clear crystal, which calls on um, divine energy. And I will just sit and you know just be in that space and allow. And if it's helpful for you, you know, to see white light coming down or being in the space of giving and receiving love, because that is, love is the divine. Any negative thoughts, which is what, you know, the majority wake up with in the morning, those are just tapes from yesterday. And, you know, we have 80,000 thoughts on repeat, 60,000 of them are negative. They want to come in. So go into immediate connection and allow and, you know, state your intention, you know, I'm inviting you in. What should, what would you like me to know? You know, and if you have a question, ask, I would love guidance on X, Y, and Z. And a great way to connect into the body, right? Because we are all divine beings, right? Like I always say, I bring women back to the truth of who they are before they thought they were less than due to a trauma, a number on the scale, a belief that no longer serves them, whatever that story is that took them away and brought them into separation other than the the perfection of how they were born, right? Because we're all perfect. There's nothing wrong with us. We're all perfect. And so coming back to that wholeness essentially is that trust within oneself that I am a divine being. You are a divine being. We are all interconnected. And really allowing for that because I see so much that, especially as women, that there's this belief that we kind of have to go at it alone, even that we charge forward and we are strong and we don't show weakness. Weakness is a sign of being weak and we don't want to get, we don't want to express anger because we're just supposed to be happy and we don't want, we don't want people to know that I'm going through something and I'm not supposed to cry and I'm not supposed to let, and I'm not supposed to, I should, should, should we're shutting all over ourselves. So instead it's like, no, I'm fully connected and supported. And there is nothing that I can't be, do or have. And so a practice that I really love that I teach all of my clients for learning to start to trust the body again and connect in. Do you want to do it with me? Yeah. Yeah. Girl, sign me up. Okay. Everybody close your eyes and put your feet flat on the floor just to connect into the earth. And just taking a breath in and you can put your palms up or down or just in a receiving mode. Relaxing our shoulders, unclenching our jaws. And you're going to take a deep breath in through your nose, really deep, deep, deep inhale, filling up the belly and the lungs for five, four, Three, two, one, and suspend the breath for five, four, three, two, one, and slowly exhale out all of that beautiful air outside of your mouth. Three, two, one. Take another deep inhale for me, filling up that belly, and the lungs, five, four, three. Two, one, and suspend the breath. And as we suspend the breath, it's to allow the conscious mind to step aside and the subconscious mind to t- take over. And we exhale out through the mouth anything that doesn't serve us, letting go of any worries, releasing what is no longer what we need. Three, two, one. Take another deep inhale for five, four, three, two, one, suspending the breath. Calming the central nervous system, allowing the subconscious to take over, two and one. And exhaling out everything that doesn't serve us, calming and relaxing and letting go. And now you're going to take your pointer in your middle finger and you're just going to begin to tap on your heart. Tap, 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 tap. The process of tapping is awakening the heart and connecting in, allowing the mind and the body to be one as spirit comes in and we tap on the heart because it's proven that the heart now has the same neurological feedback as the brain, but without the conscious patterning patterning of limiting beliefs that we've experienced since we've been birthed on this earth. And as we tap on our heart and we connect in, we continue to breathe deep, Really notice where you want to go back to shorter breaths. Breath allows for the invocation of spirit in. And as you tap on your heart, I just invite each of you, Marita, to connect in and ask yourself, ask your body what it is it wants you to know. What is it it needs you to know? And you can insert in that question something around business or your health, or your relationship, or just keep a general body. What do you want me to know? What do I need to know today? And just listen in and keep tapping and breathing. And you may feel something. You may hear something. You may see something. You just might know something. And whenever you get that, just come back and open your eyes. And so, did you get
1: anything? Yes, it was to not be overwhelmed by all my extras today. <laughs> that was really the message I was getting. Yeah,
0: so that's perfect. So here's here's why I love this exercise. The five, five and five is what, again, it calms the central nervous system, and you know that I'm a breathwork practitioner and a hypnotherapist. So what we want to do is really allow for the calming of the system. Again, most women wake up to a barrage of things that are needed, and their central nervous system goes, and as they do, their breath gets shortened. They're no longer breathing deep, which means they're now up here, they're not in their body. So we actually want to go back to just breath. And guys, you can do the five, five, and five for, I would say, ideally minimum of three rounds up to five to even 10. The more you do it, the more the system relaxes and you can get into divine connection. Divine connection and really hearing the internal guidance is when we allow the mind to step aside. So the more that we can calm and relax and give ourselves that grace, the better. Breath is the breath of life, right? So once we get that into the system you'll notice that it's a relaxing and releasing. So then after we've done that, then we begin to tap. And like I said, the tapping allows for the connection. Hey, I'm not up here. The body has the answers, right? Your body never lies, ever.
1: That is powerful. I love it. I love that, that you've given us something that we can start to tap into so that that's, you know, it's, it's nice to have a starting point. I think a lot of the things that you shared throughout the interview, one of the things that I love that I thought would be super, is just listening to those, that little inner voice, you know, th- to grab the keys or to do the, this, the thing that we just kind of like push aside. And then I, I love this being able not only to get into our breath because so often, I mean, I catch myself breathing in a box right right here. and so how having a practice where I kind of start to like, not only get out of sympathetic dominance, but also to connect, to be able to hear that inner wisdom that is so, so powerful.
0: It's great. And ladies, everybody, when you start to listen to the little voice, just write down what it says, just have that journal of evidence because write down, even if your friend comes to you for guidance, the guidance you give her is what you need to hear. That's why it's coming through you. It's not just for her, it's for you as well. When I'm coaching my clients at the end of the day, I write down everything that I shared and I'm like, oh, okay, I just got my, my divine marching orders for myself, right? We're all reflections. So notice when you start to see the power in your words and what your thoughts and wh- the guidance that you're always getting, we discount that. So when you're doing that and you're bringing that You know, into play, celebrate it. Just go, Oh my God, universe, thank you. Source, thank you. Yes, I heard the message. Oh my God, I'm getting so good at this. Thank you. And you will start to see that you're getting guidance everywhere. Now, the trick is not to second guess it and then ask five more people, right? Like the other day, I actually do a dialogue, I do a journaling process where I have conversations with God and I'll get these downloads. And oftentimes I can't even read it because it's like all this scribble. And I sit there though. And it was hysterical because I was looking at hiring somebody and I got exact guidance, like no. And the guidance that I got was like, keep me close, your answers lie within you. You do not need blah 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 blah, right? And I was like, it wasn't what I wanted to hear, right? Because I was like that I wanted to hire them. Like I was like, no, I need I need this. Like I don't, and that's how you also know, as I said in the beginning of this, it was not what I would tell myself but you want to know what I did? Then I called two more of my friends and one of their opinions. And I was like, I already got it. And I had to stop myself with the second person. I stopped myself and I go, I don't, Never mind. I'm, I'm going to go. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, cause I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm operating now off my desires and I need to now follow, right? There's always, there's this really awesome, easier path that's filled with the light that we don't have control over that might not make sense. And I always say, follow the golden nuggets. Don't question them. They're in front of you. And there's a reason you have to just pursue. If it's a desire, it's meant for you, right? Like all of our dreams, everything, if you have a desire, it is meant to happen, which means it already did, or it wouldn't even be, it wouldn't even be given to you. You know, all of your big dreams that might seem too crazy, all of the things that you're wanting or or this or that, if you have a desire for it, you know, you want it to be an author, you have a desire, that's not everybody's desire, but it was yours because it was meant for you, right? And we have to start trusting in that and trusting in that magic and letting that lead as opposed to this. The mind will always keep us safe. And it only knows what we've taught it and it can only take us as far as we've taken ourselves right? So that's when we have to turn over to a higher self that knows better than we do.
1: I love that you shared the ease and grace of, of, of you know, this is a journey, right? And this, this there's no perfect way to do this. It's just a matter of connecting into that to that feminine divine. And so many of us were never brought up to connect in with the feminine. I know I wasn't. I, know I had a single mom, as you know, who worked, worked, worked to just make sure that we were good, my sister and I. And that's the energy she's got. She's got that masculine energy. And I was brought up with that, that kind of, you know, survival need to get, you know, make sure to create. And so... I I love not only have you given us such powerful tools, but you've also given us permission for ease and grace. Because it is you know it's we have to unlearn so much of what we've been we've been fueling ourselves on for so long. I was raised Catholic. I went to Catholic school, all
0: girls private Catholic school for like my entire education, and I actually saw God as a punishing God. I didn't understand. I never thought of that until I went back and learned about a course in miracles and studied with my one of my first mentors, Marion Williamson. And I was like, what is this book, this blue giant thing that I don't understand? And I was like, Oh my God, this makes sense. Like this is applying religion. And like, oh, okay, like, don't fear God. Like you lied, now something bad's gonna happen. Like, that's truly how. I, and church, I just felt like, you know, it's like time to pray, stand up, sit down. Like there was no intention. I had no connection, you know? Yeah. And then, then I, then I came back to faith and I started seeing like, oh God's in everything. And like, that's my, right. Like, again, I don't push religion on anybody. It's it's to each his own, but I do believe faith in something greater is such a beautiful gift in life to have, to turn to hope.
1: And magic, you know. I love it. I love so much of what you've given us today. This has been such a gift of a conversation. Girl, where can we get more of you?
0: Yes. So you can go to Melissa K-A-T-H-R-Y-N dot com. We also have my wholeness podcast. That would be amazing, which Maritza will be on soon. And then obviously the normal Instagram, Facebook, all all those social media on Instagram, it's Melissa period, Catherine, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N.
1: Love it. I know you sent me a little guide or a little extra little gift and it's how to end sabotage, have lasting weight loss and be free from food. And again, we started the conversation with how you started out really supporting women and this This is so much of what a lot of us need as well. I'm going to put that link in the show notes. And you know what I'll do for your listeners too? I also have, it just came to me. So
0: that guys, that's going to help you to actually connect back into your body and understand how your emotions are driving factors because our emotions that's the body, right? That's the body that's telling you, hey, Q, listen, there's something else that you're needing. So that's really going to help you. And also, if you want a twofer bonus, I'm happy. I have an entire call in one of my private groups, programs that I can share with you on how to tap into your guides and angels. Yes. Hook a sister up. We'll hook yeah, a lot of
1: sisters Yeah. That's, it would be my pleasure. That's, a, that's why I do this. I'll have it in the show notes, you guys. So don't worry. I'll get you covered. Oh my God. I'd love it. Yes. Well, thank you so much, honey, for coming on and sharing your brilliance, sharing all the goodies and just a selfless way of gifting so many of us. Oh my God, I'm so happy. I'm walking out with so many cool <laughs> I'm like, was this just for me? But I-, <laughs> I love you so much. It's an honor to be here, truly. Thank you, baby. All right, I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Well, I am so grateful to Melissa for opening the dialogue to listen to our inner wisdom. You know, when people say you have all the wisdom you need inside of you, all they mean is that when you take that time to journal or ponder or use your gut intuition to find images or words that speak to you, for whatever reason, themes and that wisdom emerges. Like Melissa recommended in our conversation today, listening to our inner wisdom does take a bit of practice, and so many of us haven't really done that. I know I myself have not spent enough time listening to that inner wisdom. Oftentimes, I am constantly in super, super rapid speed go mode that I just shut so much of that off. So, one of the things that I'm going to be doing and I want to recommend for you to do is just to write down your thoughts. Yes, not everyone likes to journal. You cannot believe the power of getting that slush and that information out of your head onto paper. Feeling angry for no reason, write it down. Having a daydream or desire, write it down. Want to feel a certain way, even though you're not sure what action to take once it's there, just write it down. A sentence, a paragraph, a word, whatever. Now, if writing isn't your thing, perhaps use a simple one word descriptor or image. The important thing is, is to get the chaos out of your head that you can examine it and find patterns. And maybe it's not chaos. It definitely feels like a little bit of chaos to me in my head, so that's a good word for me to use. But maybe it's just a lot of thoughts. You know, we have so many thoughts every single day that are racing on inside of our head. It's so hard to be able to pay attention to what's the most important. And either it's an image or it's a pattern or maybe you're looking for something or maybe you're journaling it. It's amazing what your subconscious is trying to tell you, but like a toddler, it can't always find the right words, so it needs our help. Now, while I recognize that every problem in life can be solved within your own head, often you really do have a lot of answers inside of you and all you got to do is learn how to listen to them. And be able to trust that intuition is really what it comes down to. Now, I do want to invite you to grab the wonderful gift that Melissa shared with us by heading over to the show notes for episode 109 or going to my website at drmarisa.com slash podcast and finding episode 109 to go and grab that link. I just want to say thank you so much for stopping by and listening in on the Essentially You podcast on the next show i am thrilled to bring on this incredible doctor dr terry walls she's going to be joining me to talk about how she reversed her multiple sclerosis and has helped thousands of patients reverse their chronic disease I have been wanting to have Dr. Walls on my show for quite some time because of her methods and research are so powerful when it comes to healing chronic conditions. Now, if you or someone you know is struggling with an autoimmune disease or chronic disease, you are not going to want to miss out on this episode. It is so powerful. I have read her books. I have met with her in person and connected with her. Clearly, she was one of the books that I went back to and one of the the practitioners I reached out to when I got diagnosed with hajimoto's because she had had such great success and continues to have such great success with autoimmune conditions. And again, that, like many other things, it's a chronic condition. So I'm excited for you guys to learn a lot about what she has in store for each of us. Until then, have an amazing day and an amazing week.